Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio What is going on, everybody? We are back. This is episode 148 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm Kevin. And this week we I have are a loud ass keep... barking dog. Sorry. No, no worries. <laughs> this week we are finishing up our train robbery episode. But before you get into it, week. before we get too far into it, we did ha- we do have a, a listener on the Facebook page that had a comment on the post from last week when we uploaded last week's episode. There's a potential. Uh, why don't you fill me in? Yeah, so there, there's a potential that one of our listeners' grandfathers was an investigator for this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, he, I, didn't, he, I didn't see this, but... Yeah, uh, let me let me see if I can yank it up here. Uh says, uh, I'm curious because my, gra- my great-great grandfather used to be the investigator for train crashes and other shit between reno and somewhere in oregon and i wanted to see if he worked on this one so i gave her the the guy's names um so there is potential that one of our listeners great great grandfathers may have been an investigator on this which is kind of cool uh that's that's joanna joanna jones smith on the facebook page yeah, I, did, I actually I did not see that. To be perfectly honest, I don't know how I missed it, but it was it was a comment on the um, the link that I upload to Facebook, so you can like click into it right from the Facebook page and go listen. Um, I, I was like, yeah, "Holy yeah. shit, that's crazy!" Yeah, like I said, though, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand how I missed it, but that's pretty fucking insane, right? Um, Especially if if he was, yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of that'd be kind of cool. Um, so before we get into the conclusion of this episode, of uh, this two-part episode, <laughs> I, I gotta kind of take a little sidetrack on two different tangents. So we're gonna First sidetrack one, on a train episode. That seems dangerous. I know we're gonna get <laughs> off the tra- we're gonna get off the rails. Which doesn't take us too much to get off the rails. I mean, you know, not, it's just not even a little bit. We're we nah. usually start like half off the fucking rails as it is. That's true, and we might completely, you know, shift track real quick. I mean, we don't have a, you know, our brake sucks. You know, yeah. Well, it's a train. Yeah, it takes us like a mile and a half to stop. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> a, 
me being the fucking, you know, just, I don't know, weird brain I have, I'm like, oh, I hear something. And I'm like, okay, I got to look that up. So I looked it up. And because I had heard on another podcast that I watch on on uh, YouTube, some guy mentions that we're no longer calling UFOs UFOs. We're calling them trans medium vehicles because that sounds like some liberal bullshit to me. (laughs) Well, no, I don't think it's, I don't don't know, but it's like, I guess what's the Pentagon calls them. So that's either neither here nor there because yeah, but those motherfuckers are like, no, they're not real though. They've actually said they were (sighs) finally. but they, you know, they say you know UFO or USO, which is a submersible, unidentified submersible object. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're calling them transmedium vehicles because they can go from up above to entering into the ocean or body of water without having anything done to them. Okay, like, that's retarded. Just call them fucking flying just UFO. That's fine. Simple, yeah. I'm like, See, oh my god! If they were gonna, if they were gonna change the name of it and go, well, we're gonna call them this instead because we don't think they're actually coming from space. We think they're coming from a different dimension, which makes sense because if you get into the whole multiverse, you know, potentially more than one, you know, universe thing, oh. it's easier to to open a door from one to the other than it is to come from, you know, nine billion goddamn years away through space. Well, no. Well, there's a there's a theory on that though. There's a theory that they actually are using wormholes to to transverse the 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 space, the time. So instead of actually like same difference though, because you would basically use a wormhole to go from d- dimension to not, dimension, essentially. Not really. No, no, because a dimension versus it's dimension hopping is different because there's like. What'd they say? How many dimensions? Like 13 or something or 12? I don't know. Whatever it is. There's a, there's a, a, a set number of dimensions that, that they've come out with or come up with. And they're all different. They're like something might be different. Like, um, I don't know. Like, for example, possibility that in one dimension, um, I may have actually got my... Uh, teaching degree and i could be a teacher right now right or you know or i could be i don't know i could be i could be dead right now first or i you know there's like different things that could have happened like we could not be doing this right now at all you know i mean that could be happening here though (laughs) well that's true but we could never you know like in a different dimension we would we would not have you know, met each other uh, because well, I won't get into it, but things in my past, right? You know, but have, it's, it's like it's, it's like that's kind of like different things. You know, that's that's where they get into the multiverse thing is where it could be tight, like the tiniest little things. Like in one dimension, you could have green eyes compared to what you have now. It could just it's the smallest little tweaks yeah. like that. Like you make one different decision. And it, that, that what the decision that you decided to make, you didn't uh-huh. make in a different one. But and that's where uh, shit gets fucking but wild. The, but the wormhole thing has nothing to do with that. 
because it could be just that you're taking going from one point in space to another, but making it quicker, shorter period of time. So they, but that's not really all worked out. I mean, they don't really know if if you went into a wormhole, if you would, you know, survive or what would it's happen. Like- it's like when they say they can try you can travel through a black hole. I think you just fucking spaghettifies you. Well, no, the black hole is the wormhole. Right. I don't know. I, I tend to lean more towards them interdimensional than outer spacey kind of thing. I don't know, man. I, I think it could be outer spacey because we don't have the market cornered on everything. We don't I don't know. Plus right. plus there's also well, there's the I mean there's a three theories. There is that interdimensional. There's the uh, travel via wormhole situation or whatever. Then there's also a lot of the shit that we're seeing is actually ours. You know, some of the stuff is ours that we don't know nothing about. But the regular people don't know anything about civilians, per se. I tend to go with A and C. (laughs) Uh, I go all the above. Just because we definitely, I don't know. We definitely have toys from other other people. Yeah, at this point, exactly. But I, I'm not going to rule out the, you know, the. I, I don't want to. I don't. I would want to be disproven. If I said, if I said, you know, okay, it's just this one or this one, but then turns out it's actually, you know, B and C, right? And there's no A. You know, if I say all three kind of cuts that in half you know kind of like that's called sitting on the fence yes but it doesn't make (laughs) you wrong though because it's something that we know nothing about fair you know but um so now that we've talked about ufos why don't we talk about trains no no one more thing one more thing no i so we didn't even touch the fucking rails we were like headed to the train station and then there was like a bright blue beam of light and all of a sudden (laughs) We're like strapped to a table and somebody's like, hey, you guys ever heard of aliens? I'm going to put <laughs> no, this thing no, in your arm. Not. Yeah, but now we're going to... Like we got fucking, fucking Travis like, Walton hard. Oh, we are going to fucking make a... <laughs> we're not even going to touch Travis Walton. We're going to make a U-turn. It's like, you heard Travis Walton's name and you're like, doesn't sound like a great name. Turn around and head back to fucking other direction. Because this has to Dude, do with that COVID. motherfucker fine aliens with a broken glass tube like he did that's a bad dude right there i know but this has to do with covid so (laughs) i was looking up uh because i I don't know i was just looking up the state stuff in the state saying that you know we're close to our 80 percent marker uh if us people who aren't vaccinated actually go and do our job and and become vaccinated we everything will go back to normal blah 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 well yeah. <laughs> While I was actually looking up some stuff, doing a little bit of fact checking. Um, <laughs> well, you work for Facebook from... now, bitch? <laughs> huh? So what, you work for Facebook now, bitch? Fact checking no. everything? No, no, no. Actual, <laughs> ac- doing actual fucking research instead of, you know, going. Oh, um, oh, so doing actual research instead of just going, no, you don't believe the same thing as I do. You're wrong. Yes. Okay, so you're not a Facebook fact checker. That's good to know. Oh, shit. I didn't realize I was on cardioid. I apologize. That irritates me. I was on Omni. But anyway, so... um, <laughs> uh, 
what was I going to say? So one of the things that popped up, because I was trying to figure out uh, if you could still get the virus, you know, getting the shot. And because I've always heard that you can still. Well, you actually can, because I think it was the Washington Post I saw where nine people from the fucking Yankees got the shot and yep. got and still it just got corona uh, diagnosed with corona so let I'm me like, ask you this let me ask you this question they want everybody to get vaccinated they've admitted that it doesn't stop you from catching it uh-uh it doesn't stop you from spreading it so what's the point of getting fucking vaccinated for it that's the question I bring up, because and I usually get, well, it, it's, it, you should just do your job and do it. Why? It, Tell me say, why. There's been no research done into this. There's been no clinical trials put into any of these. They just whipped this shit up in a fucking KitchenAid and jammed it in a, a, a syringe. You're like, here you go, bitch. Try it. Yeah. Well, they say that it's, it's because uh, it will let, it's like, the, it's like a, a shot for the flu. You know? Yep. But that flu, still has it will research it. into it. Yeah. Well, still, the flu shot is like, you know, throwing a fucking, like, a bunch of uh, coins in the air and snatching one out of the air and going, yeah. oh, okay, this is what we're going to use it for this year. Yeah, is is this you know? is this, this year's flu? No? Okay, well, fuck no. it, we'll try it anyway. And then it's like, oh, well, okay, we'll use this one. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. Poor bastard just got a, the flu shot, but he's got the flu because, you know, what he has is not the right one. Yeah. You know, fuck. And then anyway. there's people like me that if they get the flu shot, they end up getting sicker than if they hadn't. Yeah. Well, it's another thing. It's like somebody pointed out somebody, a CDC or 10 somebody. years of trials for a pill to make your dick work right. How come in the quote unquote deadliest pandemic we've ever seen, we can throw this motherfucker together in 30 seconds and just start shooting it into people. And it's totally cool. Well, as they nobody said, nobody asked questions about it. It's not been together in 30 minutes. It's been out there for a long time because they've been working on something, you know, for SARS and whatever else, because it's a type of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, you know, blah, 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 you know, but they've actually admitted that it was created in a lab in China which we knew mm-hmm. um, so our former president can't get shit on too hard for calling it the Chinese flu because it technically was yeah well Chinese American because we backed it so I mean I could I could probably still get in trouble for what I used to call it when it first started when it was you know Hong Kong fluey but that's just way funnier than anything else <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's my little rant for the fucking week. I apologize. Oh, we can keep going. We can keep going because I I just got, I got asked yesterday by our office person. Hey, have you been vaccinated? And I went, I'm sorry. Don't even start with that. She goes, yeah, the the owners want a list of people that have and haven't been vaccinated. And I was like, they can't legally ask me if I've been vaccinated. Yes, they can. Since when? I thought that was a HIPAA violation. Nope, it is not. Oh, because of this. Okay, so and we changed actually, the rules. they are allowed to uh, keep a record of who has been vaccinated versus who hasn't. I looked it up. 
It's a bunch of fucking bullshit. And it sure is. Um, I guess apparently there is um uh like some statutes, I guess, or something that if they think that's actually a violation of your civil rights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to have to disclose that. It is. The CDC cannot actually themselves or the government cannot ask you if you've been vaccinated. Well, what um, what that's leading to records. What that's leading to is them saying you haven't been vaccinated. You can't come back to work until you have been. Yeah. In which case I'll go. No, thank you. Here's my uniform shirts. Pay me for my month that I was here. Thanks. Yeah. Basically saying you're fired, you know. Yeah, I which mean, that is super fucking illegal because you can't fire somebody for a medical condition. So uh, I don't, but um, yeah, yeah. I I mean that's the ha- that's like that's like uh, I don't know. That's kind of like you got it not so bad. I mean, where I've been attacked twice by different people because I have not got the virus shot. I have, you know, oh. I mean, basically being, you know, belittled because I have not got... Actually, no, I'm saying three times. Because once, by my, uh, you know, uh, I'll say three times. Because, you know, as someone else is like, oh, you don't understand, you know, what's your problem with it? You'll go get all this stuff, but you won't go get that? Or, well, you know what? It's my choice. It's my body. I'll do what I want to do. Make the abortion argument. That's exactly I mean, it. My body, my choice. Yeah. Like I had I had a uh, a customer that I thought it was going to start off like this where they asked me they said oh I uh, um I we've been vaccinated in here. Um do you want us to wear a mask? No, it's your house. You do what you want. Yep. You, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do in your own house. Right. I, you know, I'm going to wear my mask for my safety. So I don't get anything from you because you can still give it to me. But I'm going to make it so that I can lessen the effect that possibly I give it to you. And, oh, okay. Like, well, the husband says, so uh, when are you going to get your shot? I And I said, uh, when I feel like it. <laughs> Fuck you. And, <laughs> When I feel that um, I can rely upon the research to be wholesome, uh, I said I do apologize for you know being so harsh or terse, as I probably said. But um, I have had a lot of people attack me lately because I ha- I have said that I have not gotten the shot, and they were like instantly like, "You've been attacked because you haven't got the shot," and I was like, "Yeah." yeah. They're like, "That's not right at all." It's your choice to get it, you know, and and anybody else out there, any of our listeners, if you haven't got the shot and you have reasons why you haven't got the shot, good on you. I mean, it's your choice. And if you have got the shot, well, fine and dandy too. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, but don't go out and harass people who haven't got the shot, you know, because the thing that (laughs) you think you're higher, you know, mightier than thou. Yes, that's the thing that's been bothering me is like fucking people that have been vaccinated are turning into vegans. They can't go 30 seconds without going, oh, I've been vaccinated. I get it. Do you also not eat meat, asshole? I don't care. I don't need to know all of it. 
If you came into my place of work not wearing your mask, I'm going to assume that you've been vaccinated. That's fine. That's fine. I'm still going to wear mine because I have to because I haven't been and I don't plan to be. But so it is what it is. Let's uh, let's get on this week's episode. So yeah, well, fuck. It's only uh, been a half an hour. Let's get started. Yeah. So (laughs) why don't you recap? Okay. So a little bit of recap. We got three brothers. Door twins. Uh, their names are Ray, Roy, and Hugh. Um, they kind of lived like a life of on the move. Um, and finally settled down in Oregon. Uh, Ray and Roy got involved in a little a incident, I guess, back when they were. Uh, you know, in the early 1900s, you know, like uh, before this period, Ray ended up going to jail because of it. It was a, a labor dispute, and like I, I stated before, um, and while in the in the joint, Ray and Roy, you know, were the, putting their two twin heads together, but they, you know, but their powers unite and said. <laughs> Dumb fuck twin powers activate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> peckerheads activate. Yep. Uh, the, t- double R's. Let's roll. Yep. Uh, they said, you know what? Hell with the system. Let's uh, let's just go against it and let's commit a life to a life of crime. It's so safe to they- say they they may have. They may have gently raged against the machine. Uh, sort of. Back before those fucks sold out. They tried. Okay. First off, A, they didn't rage against the machine. They tried to rage against it. Attempted rage. It was, yes, it was attempted rage. Um, They tried to join a gang. That flopped. They tried to, they recruited their brother, Hugh. To rob a bank. Well, the day they were going to rob it, that got all fucked up because so happens a local gang decided we're going to rob that fucking bank. Again, they're bad at crime. No, it's not they're bad at crime. They're just at the wrong place at the wrong time because it's not, they didn't, they weren't, you know, they didn't screw up the robbery. They just didn't act quick enough, you know? So, such is it. Potato, tomato. Whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're both root vegetables. Fuck off. Uh, no, one's a fruit, one's a vegetable. <laughs> You're a fruit. No. And a vegetable. Okay. I'm a fruit. Um, a vegetable. Yeah. Yeah, is that right? With that failed plan, they had heard about the you know, little train, the Lucky 13. That supposedly had $40,000 worth of gold on it. So they set up in the woods and waited for that train. They planned everything, how they were going to do it, how they're going to rob the train. Right down to the, you know, nitty, nitty gritty, you know, everything. <laughs> well, they, Planning and executing two different things. Yeah. Well, taking the train... By storm, that worked. Sure, they stopped the train. <laughs> they aborted sure it. Did. 
uh, stopped it in the tunnel. Uh, then they uh, stopped it, went to go check on uh, where the gold was, which was going to be in the mailroom. Well, I mean, they had they had they had a backup plan if if the mail guy had actually, you know, uh, barricaded himself in, which was to blow <laughs> up the door. Well, being the dipshits that they are, they didn't know a damn thing, or not dipshits, rookies. What's amateurs? They decided that fifty fifty at best. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> uh, they decided, well, stick the damn dynamite on. We won't say, you know, we'll just stick maybe a stick or two or whatever on. Nah. How about the whole fucking thing? Well, I mean, a full stick of dynamite is still quite a quite a bit of a fucking explosive. Yeah, but I don't think it would have caused as much damage as um, what the full amount that they've put on. I don't I know, mean, dude. In a confined put, area. Well... They put all they had on, and it not only blew the fucking door off, but it blew the goddamn car half apart, killed the guy inside, which then caused the tunnel to fill with smoke and fire. The brake guy comes. He gets whacked by the boys. They're like, oh, shit. Well, we got to do something about this. Yeah, uh, and I mean, well, that that first guy that they quote-unquote killed, I mean, they didn't kill him, they exploded him. No, no, no. They, that's they, different. They, yeah, that's true. They did explode They blew his ass. his ass to pieces. Like, yes. So, they killed the second guy. They're like, okay, well, uh, huh. All right, well, we can't leave any witnesses. So, they shot the engineer uh, and the other guy who was, I believe... I Wasn't it just, like, a bystander that came by? No. No, no, no. He was part of the... Uh, he was the... Uh, the he, fireman. Fireman. He put the, you know, he put the coal or whatever into the into the, into the the engine to make it work. Go. Um, yes. Kill them. They go on the run. Well, this is where the... Uh, Officers come in. They're they take come in, start taking out, looking at all the evidence, everything else, and they're like, "Oh shit! Okay, this is more than a possible train robbery. This is a murder. We need to bring in someone yeah, to sure. to help out with this." They bring in uh, Edward Oscar Heinrich, who. Looks all the evidence, figures things out. Um, he basically becomes the first forensic uh, detective. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Yes, um, becomes the first forensic detective, like while freelance. But which leads to the first um, actual. Uh, Forensic, um, oh my god, my the words are escaping me. I noticed. Um, no, <laughs> uh, the first uh, profiling. 
because he profiled well, the shit out of these guys. He yes, called yeah. them like right from the fucking jump. Like this is what they are. This is what, what basically what they look like. Yeah, but it led to the first for, uh, forensic um, laboratory lab, being, crime lab being yeah yeah crime lab being actually uh, put in place in 1923 in uh, Los Angeles. It had been happening over in Europe, but nothing like that over here. So he looks at all the evidence, everything, and because of some mistakes that were that he actually found out, they he he pinned it down to the three boys. Yeah. And they were calling all cars, everything else, put out flyers. Uh the postal service put out money. Uh, the rail system put out money. I mean, there was there was a chunk of change to be had if you could come up with, you know, anything that said, "Hey, these boys did it." Right. Well, meantime, those guys take off. Uh, they had seen a whole bunch of air traffic, uh, planes flying over, which was kind of odd for the time. You know, there usually isn't that all that much. No. Um, they're like, oh shit! Well, we get the hell out of here. By night, they travel further south, out of Oregon into California, where at this point they say to themselves, "Okay, we got to split." So Hugh was actually the only one to split away. He would head for Chicago and join the military. Ray and Roy, being twins, and not like separating stay together right uh and well they don't get caught right off it so happens that four years pass and the brothers are you know living normal lives one's in the military and two are you know living in ohio have jobs you know and such um they're looking like hey we're not going to be caught well, we got away with it. <laughs> it wasn't until 1927, four years after, that they did get caught. Hugh was the first to be caught. And it's kind of interesting how he was caught because he didn't screw up at all. It's just his face betrayed him. Oh, while serving <laughs> in the army, he was um he was serving under the name of James C. Price, and he was stationed in the Philippines. He was recognized by a man um, a whole ocean away from him who actually had recently transferred to the army prison at Alcatraz Island. Oh, shit. He noticed a wanted poster and realized that the man shown wasn't Hugh Dutremont, who was on the poster, but was Private James Price, who he had served with. And this gentleman's name was Cor. Thomas Reynolds. Uh, he served with Dutremont on his last uh, duty station in the Philippines before he was shipped out. He also earned himself the nickname the Rat. <laughs> <laughs> or the Blue well, Falcon, I mean, one of the know, two. I mean... I don't know. Uh, but... So, Hugh was still stationed with his unit in the Philippines and was arrested on February 15th, 1927. 
Hugh would be arrested, and once he was arrested, he admitted that his name was, in fact, Hugh Dutremont, not James Price. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah, but he denied having murdered anyone. Well, him, he probably didn't. It was probably all the two older brothers. No, no, no. He did do a deed, you know. Did he? No. Because yeah. if I remember correctly from last week, all they said was that the, the forensic guy said he couldn't put Hugh at the scene. He could put him at the cabin that they stayed at. Because that's where yeah. his trail of evidence kind of like picked up. But they kind of, you know, two and two together. You know, I mean, you got you can't just blame two of them you gotta blame all three well yeah no 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 doubt but i'm just saying i mean it's only fair right (laughs) i mean they're all fuck-ups so who cares fuck them all well like i said he would deny it but that didn't save him being from being sent back to the states from being sent back to the states so he was sent back to jackson county jail in jacksonville oregon he claimed when he when questioned about his whereabouts of his brothers, he said he didn't know where they were. So, you know. Which I mean, know probably not a lie. Probably not. But, nevertheless, they charged him with the crimes. Right, because you, know, you gotta get of, somebody. Yeah. So Hugh's uh, first trial began on May 2nd, 1927. But a mistrial was declared when one of the jurors passed away. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that happens. So a second trial was uh, commenced on June 10th, just two days after it commenced. Ray and Roy were apprehended in Ohio. Okay. Uh, So on June 1st, only 90 minutes out of deliberation, the jury returned a guilty verdict against Hugh Dutremont for a first-degree murder of Brakeman Coyle Johnson. Uh, That's a hell of a name. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably pronouncing it incorrect. It's probably How's it like spelled? C-O-Y-L-E? Coyle? Cole? Coyle? I, I would go with Coyle because I, I used to work yeah. with a guy who had that as a last name. Yeah. I think it's Irish. Oh, I don't know. Probably. Uh, well... The two twins, like I said, had been caught in Ohio. They were caught in Steubenville. Um, They actually had gone under the alias. um, Well, they had actually used their first names, but they had used the last name alias of Goodwin. And like I said, they both had jobs. When they were technically Badwins. Huh? They were definitely Badwins, though. Yes, that was a bad joke. Sorry, <laughs> I I all apologize for my actions now. You Boo! Better. Boo! <laughs> you suck. I deserve that. Get him off the stage. Yeah, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's understandable. <laughs> and like I had said, they both had jobs. Well, a thing I forgot to mention was they were married to and each had other. Kids. No, so that's that's illegal, you know. (laughs) No, no, no. They each had wives and and definitely frowned upon. Not not because there's anything wrong with being gay. You just shouldn't be gay with your own brother. That's true. That's that's called incest. 
Yeah, because then your yeah. kids will come out all fucked up. Yeah. Even though you can't have kids. No. You know? No. Now, would you have to adopt fucked up kids? I would think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. One of those, anyway. One of those questions we'll never have an answer for. <laughs> I don't think so either. Uh, no. So they would be sent back to Oregon and they would await a trial. Um, after Hugh had been found guilty, the twins instantly, instantly pled guilty. And they all uh, decided that, you know, hey, we best just um, do a plea deal and all receive just a sentence of life in prison. <laughs> yeah. And they got it. They got it. Because, I mean, they had actually, like, were smug about it, and they didn't think that they were actually going to get the death penalty, but that was actually one of the things on the table. So they're like, oh, shit. You know, uh, we probably should, you know, just kind of get a plea deal. and let's, That's uh, not fair. You can't kill us. We only killed, like, four people. Yeah, it's not Fuck fair you. at all. Fuck um, you. So they would be sent to the Salem State pe- uh, Prison. And That's where they killed all them witches. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Wrong Salem. Oh, well, whatever. This is the other Salem. That's, so we're in secondary Salem. Yes, secondary. Okay. <laughs> uh, so there was not a lot OG of... Salem. <laughs> no, no. So there was a lot of controversy about why the brothers never received the death penalty. Um, and the editor of the San Francisco newsletter had this to say about it all and this was in an article uh titled railroad murderers creative there had there has been such dissatisfaction over the fact that the dutremont brothers should have escaped the death penalty for their crime in the robbery and murders attendant upon their criminal attack on the south pacific train it was one of the most dastardly and contemptible crimes in recent history and involves the killing of three workmen whose deaths were not even necessary to the carrying out of the robbery. We are of the opinion that... The you know, that's a word we don't use often enough. What's that? Sorry. Dastardly. What's that? Dastardly. Well, that's a word time. that should be used more often. I, know, I fucking love times. that word. It's like different buggery. Time, you know? That's that's one that? we should bring back. Buggery? Fucker? Oh, buggery. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think oh, it's like, oh, I thought you said fuckery. No, I'm buggery. Like, oh. I think oh. it's British. For, I think it's British for asshole, be, just being an asshole in public. Well, I don't know, but, but don't we know. do have some British people that will tell us. Ben, help me. Ben, help, Ben. Fuck's, what fuck's buggery mean? That's one of your <laughs> words where you fuckers put too many extra letters and stuff. Yes. You silly no, goddamn you Saxons. so uh he goes on to say we are of the opinion that the so-called confession of hugh dutremont bears on its face a certain unreal swagger and the insincerity which should cause it to be regarded with great suspicion the question presented by the case this case is not very easy for solution for many reasons it would seem better that the crime should have been proved against them by the state, if only for the purpose of showing the criminally inclined that in a long run 
a crime career is not a paying career. It is very important that this lesson should be impressed upon wavering youth, and it does not seem to us that the method of the method taken of ending the Dutremont case was the best method. Somehow the punishment does not seem to fit the crime. And this was on the San Francisco newsletter, July to December of 1927. That's, that's just a uh, that, that very flowery way to say, we need to make an example of these dickheads. Yes. And also saying, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. No, they're not saying that. No, they're definitely they're not saying, saying that because the fucking no. glove fit. I mean, they had the guy's goddamn yes. name was written on the inside of him. So yeah, basically saying, you know, don't, don't, uh, I don't know, don't, don't short, you know, change the lives of three men, yeah. or actually four men. You know, he he misses out on the fourth who got blown the fuck up. Uh, yeah, well, he, they couldn't find him, so they couldn't count him. <laughs> there wasn't enough of him to be fucking counted. All right, fine. But, you know, don't shortchange the lives of these men just because, uh, you know, hey, you know, we uh, they kind of got, you know, smugly got away with it. And we're like, oh, well, you know, hey, you know, let's, now, let's, let, let's let me say please. something without let me say something without being super offensive here. If these guys were fucking Indians, they would have hung them right then. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, these fucking savages, look at what they've done to our boys. Yeah. I yeah, know. They'd have strung their asses up. Yeah. So the boys would spend quite a bit of time, rest of their time of their lives in prison. Uh, Roy. Life in prison will do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't so good. Because Roy Good. could not come to terms with himself being a criminal, and I would presume also a, you know being a killer. He was diagnosed as a schizophrenic, and then in 1949, he was given a frontal lobotomy and spent Ew. the rest of his time in the Oregon State Hospital, where he would die in 1983. Oh. So he didn't have a, such a great you know rest of his life. I mean, you know. Well, you know, kind of I don't up. feel bad for him. Fuck this guy. No. Um, now, if there was ever somebody that got a lobotomy that deserved it, it was him. Yeah. No, I, I have to do. I, I have to make this, you know, known that I, doing the research, I did find one piece of piece of uh, research that said that he was paroled before he died, but most of what I found said that he didn't get paroled. And died in the hospital, which good. I'm pretty sure is what the case was because he was basically more mentally handicapped, you know, for the rest of his life. Uh, Ray, on the other hand, he would spend the rest of his well, rest of his life up until 1961 uh, in prison because he would be paroled at the age of 61, and he had actually found meaning in his life through religion, painting, and, and honest work. Yep, yep, He yep, also said that he actually was uh, sorry for the crimes that he had committed, for the crime that he committed. But are you, though? I, I think he actually he was, because mm. 
I think he, I, I think he was because, you know, he, he kind of, I don't know. I guess they had a, he had a change of heart and was like, you know, fuck, I screwed up. Uh, and in 1973, his sentence was actually commuted by then Governor Tom McCall. He would then move from out of the hospital and move to Eugene. And when he would live there until his death in 1984. Then there was Hugh. He was paroled in 1958 and he wouldn't stay in Oregon at all. He actually moved to San Francisco, but he wouldn't live there long because in 1959, just one short year after being paroled and moving, he would die from stomach cancer. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of sucks, but I have no sympathy yeah. for these fucking yeah. guys. And it was kind of, this is kind of an interesting thing. <laughs> Seeing that they're brothers. Well, they all share share the same headstone at the Bellcrest Memorial Park in Salem. Uh, now, it is an interesting note that they, their other siblings actually didn't turn out to be total dickheads. Uh, I guess one of them was, uh, I think it was a lawyer. Other one was, uh, you know, actually had a working job. Did he, you know, an honest citizen. One, I think, was a sh- well, became a, a police officer. Well, that's ironic. <laughs> yeah, it, kind of. Uh, they all, the rest of them actually like, lived good, honest lives. Um, this crime would lead to some changes being made. The first was that the train cars would be made of metal from now on instead of wood, and hired men would be on the cars to guard them from would-be train robbers. Yep. Also, well, like I had said, the forensic crime labs would start up. Now, legend has it that the that for decades after the crime, railroad engineers who traveled close to the Oregon State Prison blew their horns in contempt <laughs> for the two <laughs> black ah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> Uh, oh, the that's brothers, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, See you in hell, you son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, huh? Interesting. The train's blowing its horn. Did that? Did it? Did it sound like the train said "fuck you" from here? It's real it, weird. Those horns are strange. Have. It may have. I, I I don't know. Fuck you. Not <laughs> die in die in hell you bastards or, or something like that man that train's real mad yeah i know uh the, the brothers were said to have uh escaped with not a single ounce of gold but according to some they may have uh, i hope all they got out of it was fucking herpes yeah uh now here's a discovery i made on one site that i found while doing research that came up with a suggestion that they may have not left out empty-handed. So the timeline at the crime scene indicates that the uh, Dutremonts had perhaps as much as an hour to search the blown-up mail car. But it is commonly accepted that the murderers got away with nothing. Therefore, it was an astonishing surprise to find at the Jackson County Sheriff's Office, Office witnesses 
statements that imply the Dutrons has something to hide. The yeah, first... they fucking killed four people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, there is a witness statement by Ashland uh, resident called uh, L. Sundle, who describes two individuals in the company of a suspicious person described as follows. One unknown party was at the summit of the Siskiyou Mountains just opposite the tunnel at the little hotel on the hill on the 6th day of December 1923 at 9am. The lady that runs the hotel states they came up about 6.30 or 6am, made arrangement for breakfast, and then went someplace. On their return, they ate breakfast. They gave the following description of a small man, age 20 or 23, dark complexion, wore dark cap, blue waist overalls, height 5.6. The five and a half feet. Yeah. Um, And about 140 pounds, small features, small dark eyes, wore dark vest coat. A few hours later, on the same morning, the above-described man called at a little cabin near the foot of the Siskiyou, occupied by a woodcutter, and asked him if he had been in the loft of the cabin recently, and he replied that he had. Asked him if he had uh, found any package, stating that he had left some walnuts there the year before. And the woodcutter oh, stated, "Yeah, I don't want fucking... your moldy old nuts. Get out of here." A goddamn chipmunk or a squirrel? Yeah, weirdo. Uh, the woodcutter you fucking stated tree that rat he, person. The woodcutter stated that he did not believe there was any uh, anything there, but he replied he would look and see. He unlocked the cabin, and the woodcutter boosted him into the loft. He reached under the two floors and brought a out a uh, Mackinac coat. Which was roll all rolled up, uh, upon seeing seeming to contain something light, in weight probably would weigh thirty or forty pounds. Very well done up. He then left the pack with the package toward the highway north. So maybe there's something in there. Yeah, the thing is, so you got to remember is eyewitness testimony is some of the least reliable evidence you can actually have because people misconstrue what they see. They remember things wrong. It's, it's very tricky. Yeah. So we're just going to take a real quick break and see if, uh, if that guy ever found uh, his buddy's nuts that were missing for a year or so, which is fucking gross, by the way. Before, before we could go back to that, yeah, we're back. Um, wanted to bring up a real quick thing. I just learned that that song Africa by Toto is about a guy that became a fucking werewolf. Oh. I posted a thing onto the Facebook page about it. If you read it, it makes a whole bunch of sense. Okay. So, anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. So, he never All found right. his fuzzy nuts, I'm assuming, in that, that barn. No. Okay. So, the... Well, he found a package. He found something. But uh, um, anyway, so the second witness comes forward from T.B. Gosnell, 
from uh, Ashland. And is the woodcutter described in the statement I read above? And he, okay. Well, I previous I'm not above, but what I just previously stated. Yeah. And he states, I am a woodcutter and I have a cabin in the foot of the Siskiyou Mountains on on Wall Creek near Tunnel 16 in the Siskiyous. About December 6, 1923, a man about 5 foot 6 inches, perhaps 25 or 30 of age, years of age, small eyes, dark, came to my cabin quite early in the morning, got a uh, Macna coat from the loft of the cabin. He said the co- this coat contained walnuts that he had left there earlier the fall. Earlier, yeah, earlier the fall. Uh, this I assisted him into the loft and helped him down with the with this bundle. It weighed perhaps twenty pounds and did not appear to me that it contained walnuts. That's a bunch the of coat, nuts. Yeah, uh, the coat was <laughs> the coat was tied up so as to afford a wrapper of something. As I, uh, as near as I can recall, it was a plaid uh, macna coat, dark in color and dirty. Now, Frank Stubler, uh, Stubler, Frank Stunnelberger found a <laughs> macna coat. Yeah, say that's that ten times back. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Frank Stuhlsoffner at first. I was like, that's a good <laughs> yep. one. Frank Stuhlsoffner. No, Frank uh, Stunnelberger did find a Mackinac coat in a creek bank near a stump of a tree about 300 yards from uh, this guy's cabin. And he said, I found a grub hoe pick and a shovel underneath some brush about a quarter mile uh, uh, north of this cabin and about 100 yards from the specific, uh, Pacific Highway and this was on March uh, of 1924. He said that he found this. Okay, now, so that was a little less than a year later, right? Yep. So he actually goes on for some more in a statement because he's the third witness. Okay. And he says on about March 10th, 1924, I found a red and black checked uh, Macnaw coat in the bed of a creek about 350 yards from my cabin in the Siskiyou Mountains, near the S.P. Rye track. In the pocket of this coat was a was part of an El Paso, Texas newspaper dated February 24th, 1924. El, it was the El Paso Times. Okay. This paper was in a breast pocket under the overlapping... Uh, flap of a logger's jacket the coat had two or more cuts in it one in the back perhaps an inch and a half wide appeared to have been cut with a sharp blade uh there is a little cabin in an out of the way place in on the nelly russell place which apparently has not been occupied for several years dutremont brothers is written on the back door of the cabin with lead oh, pencil. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> These fucking guys, I'm telling you. I saw this in January of 1924. God damn it. 
So given these statements, it is feasible uh, to construct the following scenario. The Dutremont brothers may have had logistical support and accomplices, i.e. the dark small man. Uh, after the train robbery, they escaped with something valuable and hid it in the loft of the of T.B. Gosnell's remote cabin. 25 days later, the accomplices recovered the loot. The Southern Pacific Railroad, which kept meticulous shipping records, may have had its own reasons for never revealing the nature of their losses in this great Western train robbery. In attempting to speculate that the Dutremonts had help, otherwise how can... I'm sorry. It is an attempt to speculate that the Dutremonts had help. Otherwise, how can one explain their incompetence during the crime, but their resourcefulness at avoiding capture in the face of organized researchers, organized searchers, by so many competent law enforcement agencies? Clearly, these speculations. Yeah, clearly these speculations cannot be proven since all parties have undoubtedly passed away but the common portrayal of the Dutremont brothers as a dim-witted and misguided youth who eventually repented for their crimes may be more of a romantic notion than reality um uh i doubt that i think these guys are fucking dumb and they just got a luck got lucky yeah well kind of lucky yeah so i mean I don't know. It's crazy shit. But one will never know if they actually did get away with something, you know, but on the other hand, maybe they didn't. I mean, at this point in time, all parties involved are dead. Yeah. Who gives a shit, right? I mean, not not who gives a shit, but we'll never know. For sure. Yeah. True, 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 true. So that is. I guess I would say the last great train robbery or attempted train robbery in the United States. Yes. In the United States. Because there was one in in Britain back in the sixties. I want to say that I've got a book on. Yep. um, That was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. So yeah, these guys, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. They they didn't. Uh, I think they did planning, but they didn't plan hard enough, right? You know. And I think these people that are like, oh, they they were actually smarter than they than you know they're given credit for this that the other. I think they're romanticizing the whole thing because these guys to me seem like they were pretty fucking stupid yeah. and got lucky for the uh, most part. Course. Yes, yes, I think so too. Uh, you know, I, I don't I, think I very... these guys were some fucking criminal masterminds. I think they're yeah. pretty much just a bunch of fucking morons. Yep. That butt stumbled, you know, fell into something ass first and figured yep. out a way to try to make some money out of it. Yeah. You know, and um uh you know, and I, I guess I mean I I did see something that I guess there's a uh I believe I I saw that there was something a a monument or something that that happens every year to commemorate the deaths 
of the four men. That's kind of um, cool. From this, like yeah. a memorial kind of thing. Yeah, just to kind of say, hey, you know, you're not forgotten. Um, you know, and, and such. Yeah, but I also believe that the the, the damn uh, tunnel is haunted as shit. Oh, probably. You can't you can't fucking explode a man and not have his ghost still live there. Exactly. Like I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the Dutramonts and uh, the Great Train Robbery. Very interesting. Well done. That was uh, yeah. that was uh, a a very fun topic for yeah. me, especially being a uh, somewhat of a I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is uh, robbery enthusiast. I guess would yes. be the best. You know, uh, I, I do enjoy a good robbery. I enjoy a good bank robbery for sure. Um, and unfortunately there are not, have not been a lot of those in recent memory, thankfully, but um, the ones that we have covered here have been very interesting. <clears throat> yeah. um, I mean, considering we did uh, North Hollywood. Yep. We did the, uh, the, the shootout with the FBI in Miami with those guys that have been robbing banks for months. Yep. And now this one, um, I do have another one in California that I, I have a book for through Audible. I just have to work through to get through it. It's uh, not necessarily a good robbery, but God damn, was it violent? Yeah. Very, very violent. Like, Well, you know something there actually, we have a uh, bank robbery. Well, we have, I would say two infamous bank robberies. One really wasn't a bank robbery. It was more of a armored car robbery. Yeah, where the car disappeared. Yeah. Or, well, wasn't the money just disappeared or whatever? Oh, no, the whole thing disappeared. But I'm pretty confident that for about 10 years, it was sitting in a garage directly across the road from where they parked them. Yeah, I don't know. there's, There's no way in hell that was not an inside job. I don't know, man. You can't but, disappear an armored car without knowing exactly where it is or who's doing what with it. Yeah. And then we also had uh, one during uh, the Civil War. Here? Up in uh, St. Albans. Really? Yep. Did not know about that. Yeah. Yep. So, with that said, if you're in the mood for a pair of headphones, earbuds, or a Bluetooth speaker... Look no further yeah. than studio dot than studio, and you can find them at studio.com. Go over, check sure them can. Out, find what you want, <clears throat> put it in your basket, and when you're done, put the promo code of darkwindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. God damn oh, right. Yeah. Also, right now Dark. the ets are on sale. They actually reduce price. Um, you can get them for cheaper than they are. Also, they have a wireless Bluetooth charger for the ETS. And I've been keeping, I'm, I'm like, oh, I got to keep got, forgetting to actually get order one of those because I want Bite one. Bite the bullet. Just do it. I know. <laughs> I know. I got to do it. But if you put that promo code of DarkWindows15 in, get 15% off your entire purchase. I mean, what the hell? Yes. You know, why not save it? 
Speaking of uh, saving some money, go over to uh, another little place. Go over, go over to, to Manscape. Uh, Manscape, yeah. Go over to manscape.com. Get that uh, lawmower 4.0. If you're on the run from the law and the only identif- identification is your crotch hair and you need to get rid of that, the lawnmower 4.0 is the way to do so. Cut that you shave shit your balls. Off. You can shave your balls so smooth that the police will never know who you actually were. They'll think, wow, man, this, they, you know, they clearly described a guy whose, uh, whose bush was much thicker than this. And uh, this guy has got <laughs> like a very well manicured crotch. So definitely not our guy. You could get away with the murder because of the manscape because of the lawnmower 4.0 over at Manscaped. Yeah. And also while you're, evading the police if you need to buy a new one or new heads for it or if you need some ball toner or ball deodorant or even ball wipes they got them too go on Mm -hmm. over to manscape.com and you can get 20 percent off your order of a lawnmower 4.0 and free worldwide shipping when you're on the run and uh throw in some of that other stuff too i don't know if it uh, if our our promo code of dark windows covers that but it does fuck it fuck it buy some ball wipes it covers everything that you put in your basket. Get your crotch clippers out. and get your ball wipes. Exactly. Perfect. Who doesn't like, you know, nice, fresh, smelly balls? Listen, man, I'm telling you right now, I am a man who's got some very smelly nuts. And uh, <laughs> oh, I after, do too. after I get the, the ball deodorant, they will not smell as bad as they do. No. And so, also, you could head over to another little place. DarkWindowsPod.com. Yeah, that's right. That's Where can we, our what can we find there? Website. You can go there and you can find links to all of our stuff, uh, including links to studio.com where you can go buy some kick ass headphones. You can find links to our Age of Radio page where you can listen to every episode of this fantastic, somewhat well researched show that we put on every week. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you can also find uh, your next favorite podcast over at ageofradio.com there's uh-huh. a little bit of something for everybody if you're into true crime we got plenty of that if you're into uh history hey we got some history too we've got uh uh stuff for you beer nerds if you want to start making beer uh we got sports nerd shit which is fun um a little bit again everything we've got everything if you can't find a show that you like there stop listening to podcasts you can also on darkwindowspod.com find links to our social media for the show so we are at facebook.com we are the dark windows podcast on twitter via instagram because i don't use twitter i just put everything on instagram and mm-hmm. onto twitter from there it is dark windows pod so if you want to follow us and see some of the stupid shit that we post online feel free um matter of fact like i said to kevin just a minute ago i'm sure some people will have seen it by now i just found a link uh, that a coworker had explained to me that uh, the song Africa by Toto is actually about a guy becoming a werewolf, which I found very fucking interesting. <laughs> hmm. um, and when you look at it and you listen to the argument the guy makes, it makes a lot of goddamn sense. It really, yeah. really does. You know, so uh, go check well, it out. Uh, with that said, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, we'll actually, be back I'm going to eat food, week. then go to bed. We'll be back next week with um, a badass slash true crime 
and potentially a special guest. Uh, could it, Either way, it's going to be really interesting because this person that we are covering, varied and exciting to say the least. Um, when uh, when you when you stop showing up to work and the people you work with are like, hey, where the hell is he? And they have no idea. And it's because you're in jail a whole bunch and nobody knows why. Pretty cool. Hmm. So you'll have to uh, tag along with us there and uh, see what comes of that. Yeah. So until I'm excited. Next time, I have I don't know a goddamn thing about it. Oh, Kevin doesn't even know who our special guest is. I'm very fucking the asshole. Uh, won't tell me. No. I asked four fucking times. It wouldn't make it. A, it wouldn't be a special guest if I told you who it was. You prick. Yes, it would. No, It'd it still wouldn't. be a special guest. You mean a surprise? Yes. Oh, also, um, before we leave, I do want to ask for everybody to throw some positive energy out there. One of our own. Um, Friend of the show, John Gerlock, was actually involved in a pretty nasty car accident yesterday. Um, has been oh. in the hospital. Yeah, he uh, from what his uh, because I, I'm I'm an admin on his uh, cryptids, monsters, mysteries page that he uh, he created. Um, from what his wife and one of the admins on there were saying, he uh, he got it pretty bad. So uh, just some positive vibes would be awesome. So yeah, well, if keep you're hearing this, mind. John, I, good luck. I hope you know. Godspeed, all that good stuff, and I hope you get well and you know pretty fast. Yes. So again, um, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Kevin, hit that music. 